All right. If you want to talk movies, I want to talk movies. So if we both want to talk movies, there's only one thing we need to do to start that. And that is play that fucking theme song. It's a show by Chris and Neil with all great movies. They are the real deal. We watch them all so you don't have to. It's movies that don't suck and some that do. Welcome to another episode of Movies That Don't Suck and Some That Do. My name is Neil. And I'm Chris. And today we're watching two of the movies that are out there that are in the top 10 of everybody's viewing pleasures at this moment in time in the world. First, we are going to talk about that little man from Canada starring Woody Harrelson. Well, how about the one where you go to this fancy restaurant and before they let you in, they make you leave your legs at the door? (laughs) And the girl gives you claim check number six. So you go in. But instead of food, everyone's eating their silverware. Only you can't really enjoy your fork because you're so worried that whoever got claim check number nine might finish first and pick up your legs by mistake. Yeah. 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 That's from Cheers. Yeah, dude. I went old school. I went old school. Yeah, I had to go old school Mm -hmm. and get the Cheers because who doesn't love Cheers. I mean, that is like one of the best TV shows in existence. If you're too young to not see Cheers, go back. I know it's on some platform. I can't remember. It used to be, all of it used to be on Netflix, but I think it might be NBC Universe, NBC or Peacock now, maybe? Yeah, yeah. probably on Peacock. Yeah. I'm your Peacock. I'm my Peacock. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, also, the one, the only, one of the greatest comedians of this era, the one, the only, too short to be tall, Kevin Hart. Let's just call that an educated guess. Here, Marshall Dinkley at your service. I'm sorry, did you say Dinkley? What's the problem? Dinkley. Understand this, big fella, because it's my job to observe. Thick neck, your head's been on a swivel since you've been on this damn plane. Every passenger that's got on here, you've been checking out. You're a lawman. And you, Mr. Almighty Pants, you're a spy. It's pretty good. I don't know, but I get it. We're all big guys. The three of us, alphas. Three apex predators cooped up in the sky. Tensions get high. What you throwing up on the bench, big fella? 340 pounds? A little less. Yeah, light work. I'm doing the same thing. Slanging weight. Clanging and banging. What you into? Hot yoga? Pilates? Probably mess around in the octagon. Yeah, you wanna know what I do? I sit in a can of farts all day long. That's what I'm dealing with. That's from actually Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. There's a little cameo from that mm-hmm. movie. I thought it was great, uh, especially when he said a can full of farts. Mm-hmm. Uh, this made my day. Um, then we got Jasmine Matthews. We are you. 30 years in the future. We are fighting a war. Our enemy is not human. And we are losing. In 11 months' time, all human beings in the future will be wiped from the face of the earth unless you help us we need you that's from the tomorrow war 
Yeah, we yeah. reviewed it. Yeah, yeah. So I figured it was a great movie because <laughs> yeah. we didn't have anything. Uh, there's nothing else since she's been in that. Yeah. Really had a lot of speech to it. So uh, therefore, that's why I did that one. Uh, then, of course, we have you know her as Penny uh, on Big Bang Theory, mm-hmm. Kaylee Coco. Uh, but I know her as the rated R Harley Quinn. I am honored to be the valedictorian, and I just want to thank absolutely no one. Fuck all of ya. Fuck the principal. Fuck the shop teacher that looks at my ass every time I walk out of class. Yeah, I see you. Have a great fucking summer. Is it Coco or Cuoco? It is Cuoco. Okay. I, I, I believe you because, uh, you know. I don't watch. I have a thing telling me in my ear. Okay. Because <laughs> I didn't want to mess her name up. Because uh, I've been rewatching, uh, rewatching the Big Bang Theory actually in the background while I do stuff at, at work, or like even when I was working on the podcast earlier today, mm-hmm. it was on the television, and it's just you know, in my earshot. Uh, also, in this movie, uh, Pearson Fod, Alan Barkin, uh, Ronnie Rowe, uh, like just a great cast of people in this movie. And that is the man from Canada. Toronto. Yeah, Canada. Well, yeah, but... Can- when- blame Canada. Blame Canada. The movie's, is it even the movie's, a real country anyways? The movie's, the movie's called The Man from Toronto. Yes. Just so you man know. from Toronto. And then the one that's going to make all the ladies go, ooh la la. The one movie... That's going to make Guns N' Roses musical uh, abilities go higher on the Spotify list. It's Thor, Love and Thunder, featuring the one, the only, the beautiful, the man that if you look in his eyes, you'll fall in love, Chris Hemsworth. Uh, where to start? Um... The ether, <clears throat> firstly, is not a stone. Someone's called it a stone before. Um... It's more of a, so someone's going to amend that and stop saying that. Here's an interesting story, though, about the ether. My grandfather, the Dark Elves. Ooh, <laughs> scary being. So Jane, actually. Uh, you know, she, she stuck her hand inside a rock this one time. And, and then the ether stuck itself inside her. And she became very, very sick. And so I had to take her to Asgard, which is where I'm from. And uh, we had to try and fix her. We would introduce her to my, my mother. Who's dead? Anything that, Why don't you come I'm not done yet. The only thing that is permanent in life is impermanence. <laughs> awesome. Eggs? Breakfast? Mm, no, I'd like a Bloody Mary. As fat, fat drunk Thor. Fat <laughs> drunk Thor! Yeah. I had to remind people, Dad Bob Thor, Dad Bod Thor is what it's called. He's not called Fat. He's called Dad Bod Thor. You went from Dad Bod to God Bod, yeah. God Bod. <laughs> uh, the lovely Natalie Portman. All the kids looking up to me can suck my dick. It's Portman, motherfucker. Drink till I'm sick. Lay your throat and pump nudges down the hole. Watch you laugh and cry while I laugh you die. And all the dudes, you know I'm talking to you. We love you, Natalie. Wow, Natalie. All right. 
You picked the best verse from that one too. I had to. I had to. You picked the best verse from it. Oh, sure. dude, I, I listened to Natalie Portman rap one and uh, version two mm-hmm. over and over again, trying to figure out what would be the best little I like both of them, but personally, my favorite one is the first one. I mean, oh, yeah, of yeah. course, of course, yeah. of course. There's nothing better than the original. Uh, especially that part where it's like, well, this, all this from a Harvard graduate? It's like, let me tell you about Harvard. <laughs> I went to Harvard. I smoked weed every day. I, I did up all their yayo. I Also in this movie, uh, Tessa Thompson. Because I have absolutely no life whatsoever. I have nothing. I have no dog, no cat, definitely no chill. I have nothing that I couldn't happily walk away from, which makes me perfect for this job. Well, you're certainly suitably tragic. No love, no relationships. They just distract you from what's important. Oh, really? And what's important? The truth of the universe. I want to know everything. I want to know how it all works. From uh, Men in Black International. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's where she met, you know, one of the first movies she did with Chris Hemsworth. Mm -hmm. So that's, you know, definitely the reason I popped that one in there. Sure, sure. And then uh, that other actor guy. uh, You didn't give me Oh, yeah. Yeah, he did. You know, you feel young, like when everything was in front of you. Everything was just, everything was just, it was in front of you. Fades and you gotta get high again. Your part in the movie is gonna end with you going to jail. What about little Dickie? We're gonna take care of him, huh? You guys can't talk to him. That's from The Fighter. Yeah, where he plays a crackhead. Mm -hmm. The most perfect role for Christian Bale. Because it's what he acts like all the fucking time. He's like, yeah, fucking crackhead. He's gonna fight people. Anyway, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he wants to fight the lights guy mm-hmm. for no reason. Anyway, no, I was also sick. this movie. Go ahead. I was gonna say that you know Christian Bale and Russell Crowe in this movie, and they both like fighting people. They should have fought each other in this. A lot, a lot. They should have fought <laughs> a lot. Also in the movie, of course, Jamie Alexander playing Swift, uh, Taka uh, Wahidi, Russell Crowe, Chris Brack, Karen Gillian. We're going to be talking Thor, Love and Thunder. That's going to be coming on the second half of the podcast today. Yeah, the big sexy Chris, movie. Dude, big sexy <sighs> fucking movie. With Chris Hemsworth in it, of yeah. course. You know, anytime you got a guy named Chris... You know, in your in your, you automatically get big sexiness going on. Isn't that right, Chris? Indeed. Um, you can find Solomon. Tell where everybody can find us. You can find Solomon News on Twitter, network, Facebook, and Facebook.com, slash News on Podcast, or on Twitter, MGS Podcast, or on Instagram, MGS Podcast. You don't have to go. You're not the micro machine, man. You can go slow. You don't have to go like you're racing towards the end. We have Patreon, patreon.com, slash News on Suck. You can also uh, go to Bonfire, search News on Suck, and something like you. You'll find some shirts with our logo on it and some of the random stuff Neil's made. And um, every Sunday, Monday or Tuesday, whenever I get to it, there is an edited version of the podcast that comes out. It cuts out all the stuff that maybe there's technical difficulties or maybe there's long pauses that break up the podcast in more ways. So uh, every every Sunday, uh, there's a nice button-up edited version. It sounds all pretty. It comes out on all streaming platforms. So, um, uh, Neil... Uh, who are we talking about today? 
All right. So if, if you got a small business and you want to get your uh, business or your friend's business some advertisement to our thousands of listeners, millions of followers, you can just go ahead and send us that information. Today we have a place that I love dear to my heart because I'm a man about tiki. I even actually have a cabana room in my house. Mm -hmm. So this is the greatest tiki bar, one of the greatest tiki bars I've ever been to, and it's called the Saturn Room. The Saturn Room is located at 209 North Boulder Avenue, Tulsa, Oklahoma, uh, open from 4 p.m. to 2 a.m. every single day of the week. Does not matter. It is... And here's a little bit about them. The bar was built on the fundamental ideas of the forefathers of Tiki, Don the Beachcomber, Trader Vic, and Stephen Crane. These doers of hospitality created some of the most classic Tiki drinks and idols. Out of respect of to those honored time traditions, they only use premium spirits, fruit juices, and ingredients to handcraft each cocktail to order. Their expertly trained staff is ready to take your order on an island hopping flight through the Caribbean, experience the different styles and flavors of rum. They hope that you will join them for a journey and escape from your daily lives. See you at the Saturn Room. This is one of my favorite places to go. Seriously, some of the best drinks in all of Tulsa. Like, literally, these people work so hard. Like, I'm sitting there. I was sitting there at the bar the other day, uh, right before I went to a show. Mm -hmm. And they were just slinging drinks. Like, I've never seen bartenders sling drinks this fast before. And I'm just like, so this is just easy for you guys, right? Can you do it blindfolded? Can we, like, blindfold you and see if... uh, you can do it, and they're like, we'd probably break some glasses, but we'd give it a, we'll, we'll give it a swirl. But the Saturn Room is located downtown Tulsa, Oklahoma. If you get a chance, you can go to their website, which is uh, SaturnRoom.com, or you can go look them up on Facebook, Saturn Room, at Saturn Room. Yeah. Yeah, we did it. And that's that. Let's stop advertising shit, and let's let's talk some stuff. Let's okay, get let's, to the bank. Okay, well, um, like. Do you want to talk about the first movie? If you want to get to it, or you want to you want to shoot the shit for a second? Like, what's the deal here? How do you I want to do this? Shoot the shit for a second. I I, I really uh, this past weekend I went to two different concerts. Yeah. I went to uh, Annie DeReal, mm-hmm. who was opening up for a Rainbow Kitten Surprise, mm-hmm. and then I, I saw Ava Levine opening up for Machine Gun. Wait, did Cal- they open up or they play equal sets? No, no, she came out and did one song with him later. Okay, uh, no, but, uh, but I'm wondering, was were they equal time sets or was she opening? I don't know, man. I didn't time the shit. Okay, because she was open, but she was opening basically. She played she first. Sang all her, she sang all. Yeah, she sang first, and she sang all her main songs. Forty-five minutes went by. We went, got some food, came back, and watched Machine Gun Kelly. Which, by any means, I don't give a fuck what anybody says from here on out. That boy is a badass. Okay. Period. Okay. Like, not only did he have you know have this crazy stage set. Everything from a helicopter he was hanging by to get like into the um, get into the uh, get to the main stage. He had a helicopter drag him, and he was hanging by a ladder, singing a song the whole time. He got to the other side. This big puppet came out that had a head, and uh, the internet put him in a box. And the big beast was the internet trying to get him. And it was like really cool. I got I got the the storytelling there. But then the motherfucker just kept lighting up cigarette after cigarette on stage, smoking the whole time, and just like, hey, hey man, sorry if you guys don't want me smoking in here, but you know, fuck this. Um, I, I I'm having a bad day. 
And so, like, and so he went very Dave Chappelle on that, where he was just smoking what, whatever he wanted to. But uh, it was a really good show. And afterwards, me and my wife were both like, oh, shit, I think we both like Machine Gun Kelly now. Because it was very punk rock. The dude jumped in the freaking, he's jumped in the crowd. Rock. Oh, dude, he's so punk rock. Don't talk to me about what punk rock care. is. Do not talk to me about no, really? punk rock is. So a guy that doesn't shower often is clean, covered in tattoos, dyed hair, smokes on stage, jumps in the crowd r- ridiculously a for no reason. A giant stage show is not punk rock. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. I'll pull up some of your favorite punk bands and their stage shows. Yeah, no effects. We'll no effects has a tiny banner. Oh yeah, really? Yeah. Oh no effects. That's it. That's your only favorite punk band. Really? That, is, that is my favorite punk band. Really? Yeah. What about Sex Pistols? No, don't really care for Sex Pistols. They, they, oh, oh like, when it comes to Sex Pistols and Ramones and those, Ramones also had a tiny stage show. They never played. They didn't play stadiums or arenas. They played theaters. Yeah, they did. They, they did not play arena, arenas at all. They, when they came to yeah, do, they did. Are you really talking about this right now? They played clubs, yeah, man. Yeah, I've seen them in an arena. The Sex Pistols broke up in 1979. The Ramones. Huh? The Ramones. Yeah, the Ramones played theaters. Never arenas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, arena. No, they played They played theaters. I, know I saw them at the Rosemont, I remember. <sighs> anyway, I'm not a big fan of the Ramones or, or Sex Pistols. Really don't care about either of them. No effects, okay. though. So just, so just whatever punk band you think is a punk band is No, cool. no, no. R- Machine Gun Kelly is, is a pop singer. singer right? Not saying that he He's not emo at all. He's not he's fucking so, emo. Oh, he's so you want to talk about what emo is, dude? You want to talk about emo three albums, have you listened to him? Yeah. This is, uh, two albums ago, he was, uh, he, was a, he was a rapper. Three albums ago, he was a rapper. Two albums ago. I, I know, but dude. Three. Are we really going to argue about Take Machine Gun Kelly plus... Tickets to my downfall mainstream. Are we really going to talk about Machine Gun Kelly right now? Do you really want to argue about this? He's not punk rock. He's a pop artist, and that's fine. He can be a pop artist, but he's not a punk artist. He's not He's not punk rock. He's punk rock, dude. He's a pop artist. He's a pop singer. You're just upset. All right, let's talk movies. Man from Toronto. Directed by Patrick Hughes. He directed a... The Hitman's Bodyguard. Oh, man. You know what? I, I did it again, Chris. I talked about the sponsor, and I didn't even put up the lovely photos of the place. Look at this place, dude. This is the Saturn Room. I'm sorry to interrupt again, but look at those drinks, dude. Look at this place. Isn't that a cool tiki bar? It is. It is. Yeah, that's my favorite joint. I, I download all these pictures. I totally forget to put them up. But anyway, the man from Toronto. Directed by Patrick Hughes. He directed things like The Hitman's Bodyguard. Thinman's bodyguard wife and the man from Toronto. And he's also pre-production. He's directing the raid, which he shouldn't fucking do. They shouldn't remake that movie, but whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. Cause we talked about last week, how they are making things that are already good. They don't need to do that. Um, no, they just need to take, I think at this point, they need to stop rebooting, remaking the good movies. And let's just, let's try some of the sucky ones. All right. The, like uh, name a sucky movie that you've seen that you'd like to get remade into a good movie. Honestly, I don't, I don't, I don't want second movies being remade. But uh, I mean, what comes to your head? I do like, uh, like I would uh, Dark Knight Rises. That'd be great if we get a, you know, <laughs> did we don't put Christian Bale's Batman. This stars, uh, <laughs> this stars uh, Kevin Hart as Teddy. Let's just call that an educated guess. Uh, Woody Harrelson as the actual man from Toronto. Well, how about the one where you go to this fancy restaurant and before they let you in, they make you leave your legs at the door? 
Also, uh, Kaylee, Kaylee Cuco, Cuco, Coco, as Anne. I am honored to be the valedictorian, and I just want to thank absolutely no one. And Jasmine Miller, uh, Jasmine, Jasmine Matthews is Lori. We are you. 30 years in the future. It's also as Pearson Fox as the man from Miami. Ellen Barkin is the handler. Jean Carlos Canella is the lovely, sexy Agent, Agent Zandoro. Ronnie Rose, Agent Davis, and uh, Lena Warren as Daniela Mar- Marin. Why don't you go ahead and read the story on for this one? Oh, yeah, I'll be more happy to. The world's deadliest assassin and New York's biggest screw-up are mistaking for each other at an Airbnb rental. So this uh, came on Netflix, like, again, like, these movies coming on Netflix. A week ago or something, like a week or two ago. June 24th, yeah, something like that. so like three weeks ago. Yeah, but- and, and it's been in the top ten ever since. So uh, this was, like I said, it was directed by Patrick Hughes, who directed The Hitman's Bodyguard, The Hitman's Bodyguard Wife, because this is the same fucking movie as that one. What? No, it's not. Are you, dude, it's it's a, it's a odd couple comedy where they have the straight man and then the crazy killer guy. To me, dude, th- this movie, to me. All the guys no, are killers in Hitman's Bodyguard. Listen to this. I like the third of this movie. <laughs> and, the and first third. All of Kevin Hart. The first third. And yeah, Kevin Hart made me laugh a lot. The first third of the movie, the last two thirds of the movie, I'm like, I fucking seen this thing. It's it's, it's so cliched and done with. I liked I liked Woody Harrelson's character, Mitch Francois. I like Teddy Hart. I like Hart, Teddy character. But I've seen this movie, and so after the the oh, uh, I get it. It's very funny. The same funny things. After that, I was fucking done with it. I was like, I've seen this movie. Hey, dude, uh-huh. I'm about to put up this fact, and maybe you want to take all unkind things away. Okay. okay, go ahead. Yeah, I know that Will Wilson voice Jesus. Okay, I knew that. I knew that. But that what what what? Oh, <laughs> uh, you don't want me to wake up dead tomorrow? Is that why? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. No, uh, no, Woody. I love everything you do. No, I like Woody Harrelson's <laughs> acting in this. I like Kevin Hart. Yeah, they, uh, they did their characters, but I've seen this fucking movie. You know? Yeah, right. So, like, uh, I I was. I was all right for the first third of it, and then after that, I'm like, God, I know where this is going. I mean, this is just like a copy of a copy of a copy. It's like the American Office, man. It's just a copy of a copy of a copy of a copy. It's not Mm. original. It's not an original idea. Yeah, this one's not an original casting idea. Just like the Office, not original. You're just trying to. You're trying trying to upset me now. The British (laughs) Office was original. The British Office with Ricky Cravis was original. Ricky Cravis, and uh, but uh, (laughs) I I've talked to people that um grew up in the UK, and they say that the American Office plays over there because there's so much more of it. There's like. 231 yeah. episodes of the U.S. American office. There's 13 of the of the U.K. Yes. office. So, uh, but uh, that that be that as it may, this movie Maybe is this movie's not original. It's a normal movie. It's a normal movie. It's funny. It's got good points. It, it's not going to change the world politically. Um, like it's not. It's not. Anything super big. It is a fun two-hour movie. Whoa, whoa, whoa two hours, dude. That's 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 stretching this movie out. Because I, I, I guess I was happy with a third of it. And I'm like, this shit's almost two hours? Because <laughs> I pressed pause to go take a piss. And I was like, what the fuck? This isn't almost over yet? Like, like, and, you know, it's... Uh, 
Hey, you picked it, man. I wanted to do the princess. We'll do princess next week. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted the Joey Ryan princess movie because I'm I'm really the DD right now. I really want to play some D and D. I miss D and D. We'll do the princess next oh. week. But but uh, this this <laughs> like, movie it 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 didn't okay. There, there are people that are like, it's offensively bad. It's the worst shit ever. And uh, I, I got to be honest, I, I liked the first half, third of it. I laughed. Well, you, I don't really like Kevin Hart, and I found him funny in this, you know? But uh, but yeah. after, but I saw that I've seen this movie over and over again in different ways. And knowing that the Patrick Hughes directed it, I'm like, that makes fucking sense because I've seen that movie. <laughs> like, like. Yeah, it, it was uh, one. Uh, originally, uh, I think one of the facts I have up here, originally Jason Stateman was mm-hmm. supposed to be Woody Harrelson. And the thing is, Woody Harrelson is known for more comedic roles. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, I think that kind of fit into play here. Like, if you had more of that straight, super straight, like, if you had Jason Stateman, that's a whole different level of, you know, a pissed-off guy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it might have been better. And Jason... Uh, wanted it to be an R-rated movie, not just a PG-13. And that would have been all about that, because that would have made more sense to me. Yeah, because then that that means it's more slapstick, more beating the fuck out of each other, you know, like... You Probably know. a few up on are in there. You know, like, like, like I would be doing the whole time if I were Kevin Hart in the movie. <laughs> but... And so, I mean, by any means, uh, you know, it did have its good points, uh, but again, you said it, man. This is a movie we've seen 142 different times. You know, um, oddball comedy by any means. They played well off each other. Yeah. Um, and it it was just it, it was just fine. It was just fine. It wasn't. It's not changing the world. You know, it's not going to piss people off really. It's, you know, you get a couple Snickers, you, you, you know, you get a, not Snickers. I, I gotta be bar, honest, if I were like, someone who spent money on this one, if I went to the theater to watch this, it was on Netflix or whatever, but if I went to the theater to watch this, I spent an afternoon like doing this and, you know, getting the food and all that shit, I'd be kind of pissed that I saw this, like, I'd be kind of like, I've seen this movie before, like, I you know, like, like, but again. But, but just because, just because you and I. As movie consumers, let's just be honest, we are cinema consumers. And mm-hmm. I've been a cinema consumer even before our podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, like Same. I own thousands of movies Same. above a movie, the- lived above a movie yeah. theater, all this stuff. Like we're consumers of movies. So to us, to us, this is same old, same old. But to other people, this could be more of like, this is their genre. This is like, I know. I know guys that don't watch anything but action movies. You know, that's the only thing they watch. This they is worse, than, watch this is worse than Red Notice to me. I think you liked Red Notice, didn't you? Which one was Red Notice? Exactly. But Ryan Reynolds the rock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the one they're making three sequels of. Yeah, what yeah, the fuck? Why? That one. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. We're going to see them all, though. Yeah. We're gonna see every single one. We started with one. We gotta go through the whole series. See, this is the thing about doing the podcast is I go the sequels happen. I'm like, fuck, we're gonna have to see that. Like, so we look at me. She'll we do this thing during the previews if we see them together. Uh, she thinks a thumbs up, uh, middle or a thumbs down, right? And the, right, and uh, that's like saying I want to see that or I don't want to see that. Or, uh. And I'll give a thumbs. Yeah. I'll be like. This I'm like, but I'm not see it for the show. <laughs> That's the caveat. Like, like, um, 
<laughs> so, but um, this movie, uh, I guess, like I said, I've seen this movie a million times before. I like the first third of it, but it was over long. I, but that that being said, you're over long. <laughs> that being said, Hart and Harrelson had a great chemistry together. But again, that only yeah. carried the movie so far. <laughs> you know, like yeah, so- it only could carry it so far. And I mean, they got they have some great one-liners back and forth. Um, I'd like to see more of Kaylee. I would like to see more of her and those characters, like the 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 wife and the friend. Yeah, yeah. I think if you were to add more comedy with them, because mm-hmm. Jasmine Matthews and Kaylee, you know, uh, are both, you know, comic comedic actresses that are really good. I mean, they're good at what they bring to the forefront. If you would have let them play around a little more with Kevin Hart and Woody Harrelson, I think you would have had some great scenes or brought them along to where, like, they're, like, the scared chickadees, like, you know, oh, my God, things are exploding. But, but you know, like, like, a lot of it's not funny at all. Like, you, like, I'm, 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 like, no. I'm, like, I'm, like, oh, that's, oh, I'm supposed to laugh at that? It's not very funny. Like, like there's a lot yeah. of that. So, again, it's, it's whatever, man. Like, like. The, well, let's do get some quotes, get some done over it, because let's be honest. We have a lot to talk about still. Okay. And that, that's about a movie about Thor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> let's get, uh, Teddy, you need to come up with something a little less dangerous. You may not talk to me, but everyone talks to him. What time is it? I think it's baby making time. Brown mm-hmm. chicken, brown cow. All right. <laughs> If you're on time, you're late. I live by that. I live by that in my life. Yeah. If you get there, if someone says, hey, we're having a party at 530, if I'm there at 530, I feel like I'm late. So I know most people <laughs> that go to parties, they don't want to show up right at the time. They will show up like at least 10 minutes, 15 minutes afterwards. Yeah, yeah, that's them. <laughs> uh, Got to tap into the danger store danger zone you know start using safe words knowing you you probably got safe sentences and safe paragraphs mm-hmm. yeah I thought of you when I thought of that so I heard that I don't know why they say that you filleted an entire poker room in Minnesota I think this is the first time ever that the man from Toronto sat bitch Nobody that teaches non-contact boxing can hold down a marriage. Dogs don't eat other dogs. That's not a thing. First part, shut up or I'll kill you. Second part, listen to the first part. Uh huh. You trying to read stuff that won't give away? Give away the. Let's get pre-lit. Let's get pre-lit. I never heard that before. Uh, it doesn't have to be a date, but it can be tall, dark, and scary. You don't see the irony of that I asking a black man to steal a police car? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Looks like you cash in your last check, Toronto. When does this cycle of violence end? When I kill the poser? And how's that loaf rising? I want to murder everyone. Okay, so uh, my score on this out of five mm-hmm. is a two point nine. No, I'm sorry, two point six. I oh I, man, yeah, I didn't like this movie, man. Damn. I didn't you like hated him. 
You hated it. I, I, I'm going just above STD. Do you tag. not like people anymore? Is I, that it? I just, I, the only reason I gave it higher is because I laughed big, big, really one time, like, belly laughed um, really big. And that sounds sort of chuckled. Um, again, this is not, this is, it's not, it's, it's not, it's, I've seen this movie millions of times before. A lot of it's really unfunny. A lot of it's really unfunny. And it's just, it, it, it's overlong. It's overlong. Like, our fi- How stoned were you? I don't, you know me, I don't smoke a weed the first time I watch movies. Yeah, you do. You say you do it all the time. You said last week that you smoked 17 blunts anyway. while you're watching a movie. Uh, not this one. <laughs> so, um, wow. so uh, yeah, that's my score is a 2.6. It's, to me, it's, 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 uh, I smoke weed every day. This is lowest common, low, uh, lowest common denominator a buddy action comedy that is for everyone, but not for me. <laughs> I didn't like this movie, man. It, it, it's, it's, it's. You really liked it. You told me you loved it. I did not. I don't it. know what you're talking about. But uh, the only reason I'm giving it, uh, getting you, above you, you SCU you tech. Want, you want to get matching tattoos? I'm not, I didn't, didn't, don't remember saying that. But, um, what's your score on this? Like, let's go do go get man from Toronto to oh, you know what? Again, dude, I do these things, I spend all this time to do stuff for production for us, and I didn't even do it. I didn't even do it. But here, here we go. Are you ready? Yeah, there we go. We're the, oh, we're oh, the men Toronto. from Toronto. Have you been to Toronto? <laughs> have you ever been to Toronto? I have, yeah, huh? I've been to Toronto. I, pro- I proposed there. Oh, dude, that oh, did you really? Yeah. yeah. That's where I saw uh, Hulk Hogan versus The Rock. Oh, it's a, uh, yeah, there. Cool. WrestleMania 18. Oh, Toronto. Toronto. I've been up there. Oh yeah. Toronto's dude, badass. Man. I love, I love I Toronto. Like yeah, dude. When I was like 18 years old, I took like half a sheet of acid and drove up there from uh, Northern Indiana where I grew up, mm-hmm. and like literally like uh, just hung out in Toronto for like four days. Toronto's fucking awesome. Man. Just, I loved it there. Yeah, dude. And. I think I spent like ten grand that week. Like it was really like it was insane, dude. I don't know what the hell I did that week, but it was fun. We had a good time. Yeah. Um. So my score is going to be a three. Okay. Um. I didn't like it. I didn't. Li- I didn't hate it as much as you did. For some reason, you really. Um, but, uh, I, you know, it is, it's an action movie. If you're an action movie guy, you're going to like it. You're going to be like, okay, there's some, there's some one liners in it. There's, you know, is it die hard? No, but is it like die hard four? Yeah. We'll go with die hard four. Right. Yeah, Wait a minute. No, five, five. Okay. Yeah. Cause four was still good. Had Kevin Smith in it. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> like, you know, yeah, that was... you never know. Okay. So I'm you never on... know. I'm on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Uh, what is it, what is the audience score mm-hmm. on this one? You had to guess. Sixty-three percent. Forty-one percent. Holy shit, bucket! Okay. What the hell? So, uh, people who care shit in a bucket. The people who care about Rotten Tomatoes that rated it, they uh. Have you ever shit in a bucket, Chris? I am asking you an honest question. What? Shit in a bucket. Have you ever shit in a bucket? No, I haven't had to yeah. yet. Never had a camping and shit in a bucket. I don't camp. Dude, you, you know me. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> you didn't go to a Texas wild party out in the plains. Don't and... do that shit, man. Um, All right. I'm like, oh, oh, uh, I could hang out in the air conditioning and not and not just okay. Anyway, um, now what is a Craig score on this one? <laughs> what? 
What's the critic score on this one? If the audience went 41, I'm guessing lower, so I'm going to go 33%. 22%. Holy shit! Yeah. 11 points off. Critics I didn't think it was that bad. Damn, what is the critic's bullshit excuse for that? The Man from Toronto has a cracker jack premise and a fine pair of stars, but this toothless comedy mismatches its promising elements and winds up neither funny or thrilling. Okay. I get with that. Just like, just like, just like your last sex I paid. What are you talking about? It wasn't toothless for sure. It was, it was neither <laughs> thrilling nor... <laughs> or, or, or funny, yeah. Just sad. <laughs> but no. Um, it's just sad. Yeah. I just lay there. And it's like, do what you want to yeah. me. But no, that, that's the man for Toronto. It's on Netflix. You guys want to waste your time with that. Um, um, uh, hey, you didn't give it an STD, man. You didn't give it a something to do. You gave it a little above a something to do. Uh, something to do. But yeah, but I was uh, only because I had one belly laughing, and that's it. But you know what it's time for, right? It's time for me to tell you the news. Fucking some of the news. I'm going to read stuff from the internet to Chris, and he's going to be like, I never read that stuff because I barely own a computer. I, I, try, I actually try to stay away from the news you, before you read the podcast. still, right? Yeah, it's just, I mean, I still read world news. But you, 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 you're like, you still have. All right. So we're about to talk about here in a few minutes. We're about to talk about the fourth movie from Thor. Mm. But what about the fourth movie about Captain America? Where's that? Captain America 4 has finally found its director and filmmaker, Julius Ono. Is, is he the is she the, is he the son Nigerian of Nigerian American filmmaker okay. Julius Onom prepares okay. for uh, he did the paradox if you remember that which movie remember the Cloverfield paradox we're fans of that yeah, yeah no we weren't <laughs> we did not like that movie. Cloverfield paradox when we did all the Cloverfield yeah we did not like that movie I mean, you I'm, loved it man you thought yeah. it was no, the we, best sci-fi movie no, ever. like like I remember like, like you're like that movie and and uh, Dark Knight Rises. The funny thing is that we sat down and we uh, we uh, talked about it for a second, and you go, "Yeah, this movie shit." <laughs> like, I remember that, that that was that was what happened. But you know, uh, good script, a good director can make. A, we'll see what happens. I, I'm. You know who Captain America is, right? Now, yeah, it's um, it's uh, Anthony Mackie now, right? Good job, right? Yeah. And the writer from uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, head writer Malcolm Spellman, will be the writer of the Captain America okay. 4 movie. Okay. So I'm happy for that. That means, I, I that means, that means that. I'll have to watch the series. So I only watched like one of two episodes of, of the new one. So of Cal Falcon. So we'll see what happens. Uh, the next year, boyfriend, Wonking Phoenix in it. Mm-hmm. Um, Nathan Lane says, Air Ost, uh, Airy. Asters. Ari Aster, Is that it? Yeah. Ari Aster, Asters? Ari Aster, you're like one of my favorite directors, yeah. Ari Asters. Uh, Disappointment Boulevard is being moved. It won't release until next year. And Fuck. it will debut at the Cannes. Uh, the film, film starring Joaquin Phoenix could also uh, receive a title change as well. Um, so, yeah, it's getting, I think, a quote saying, I think maybe they're aiming for, uh, we're aiming for Cannes for next year. I'm told that it may not be called Disappointment Boulevard anymore. It's going to have a different title. Uh, I saw... Uh, who said this? Oh, Lane said this. Mm. Uh, I saw uh, 
Ari uh, just the last week and what I saw looked pretty interesting, funny and scary. It's a unique project. It's like he's invented a whole new genre and it's all anchored by Wong Phoenix. I can't fucking wait to see Which it. Which makes sense because Wong King Phoenix is his own. Eh, whatever. It's Wong Phoenix. I'm sure it's be some creepy kind of artsy bull crap. Like, all oh, his movies suck. Like, I have not liked Wong King Phoenix movies since Walk the Line. Well, okay, well, I mean, I thought you said our Aster movie suck, and I was about to be like, what the fuck? You like Joker, though, didn't you? It was all right. Okay. It was a good movie. It just wasn't a Joker movie. Okay. Um, should have had a different title. Anna D. Arms uh, brought in Emerald Felon to pin John Wick spinoff Ballerina. Mm. So she's going to be playing in a spinoff. Of the John Wick, the John Wick universe is about to get huge, dude. Because mm-hmm. there's like four or five movies, like like the Lawrence Fishburne character is getting a his own movie. I think the Halle Berry character is getting her own movie. They're gonna be based like, around the continental, everybody's getting right? their own movie spinoff. So the continental, like that's still yeah. happening. Yeah, okay. And the Continental's getting its own movie. Yeah. yeah. So. um Oh, wow, I didn't know this. Anna D. Arms made her Hollywood debut alongside Keanu Reeves in the movie Knock Knock. Man, that's a long time. That movie's so old. I mean, I, man, okay, that's not too old. it's seven years ago, dude. Yeah, that's, that's not old. That's not old. That's not old. Don't call seven years I old. I remember Anna Arms mostly from uh, Gone Girl, so. Wish she was in that. I might can be wrong. Ah, uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Adam Sandler and family are going to star in Netflix's You Are So Not Invited to My Bat Mitzvah. The film is based on a coming-of-age novel of the same name by Fiona Rosenblum. Um, set in the early 2000s, You Are Not So Invited to My Bat Mitzvah. Follows Stacey Friedman as she prepares for one of the biggest events of her young life, her bat mitzvah. As the date nears closer... Everything begins going wrong. Stacy reaches her limit when she catches her best friend Lydia making out with her crush Andy and utters the words that will upon her social life. You are so not invited to my bar mitzvah. So, um, who's writing it? Who's directing it? Who's, who's making it again? Sandler is oh, yeah. co-starring Gusman. Also slated in the cast. Among the others announced uh, are Saturday Night Live newcomer Sarah Sherman, um, Ido Masri from You Don't Mess with the Zoan, mm-hmm. uh, Samantha Lorian, The Walking Dead, The World Beyond, Dylan Hoffman from Next, Dean uh, Vasquez from Transformers Rise of the Beast, Maya Check, also Always Be My Maybe, Dylan Dash from The Great, Millie. Tort from Ultraviolet and Black Scorpion and newcomers Zari Kapoor and Ivory Baker run out the cast. Okay. That's, I mean, we'll, uh, whatever. Right? Yeah, watch it. Yeah. All right. movie. I'm sure I'll watch it. Okay. So what, what, what else you got for me, pal? The Jamie Lee Curtis has revealed today... All right. Jamie Lee Curtis reveals today that the Hollywood Ends trailer is coming July 20th. So look out for the, the Hollywood Ends, the last movie in the Michael Myers trilogy. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm or is that. it a trilogy? It's like four movies because it's a... Yeah, yeah. Because uh-huh. it's it's four movies altogether, I guess. Yeah, yeah, they do that. count the first one. Yeah, I guess so. Right? Yeah, I mean, if you count the first one, they're not saying that. 
But uh, I mean, the second, the last one wasn't so good. Like it wasn't good at all. It was kind of really disappointing. No, it was it was made to be comedic. It was uh, there was a point of it. There was a point. Well, there's then a, you watch the all point, three movies. The, the point row, was lost understand. on me. <laughs> I can say that. Hey, Mister Critic, thing stuck up your ass. Are you okay today, bro? Yeah, I'm fine. Are, are you just negative about everything? No, dude. I'm all right, I'm cool. Fine. Another movie finally knocks that piece of shit movie Titanic at top line. Yes, that's right. Top Gun Maverick has sunk the Titanic. It has now become Paramount's highest-grossing domestic movie ever. Woo! Get rid of that piece of shit, Titanic. Throw it out in the ocean. Boom. And replace it with propaganda. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's not propaganda. But, uh, but so, uh, yeah. Um, they, they're over $1.6 billion across the entire world right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, Top Gun Maverick, man, it's really, it's it just keeps going up and up and up and up and up and up and up up up. And talking about Top Gun Maverick, Mickey Work has called out Tom Cruise as being in as a re an ir- ir- irrelevant as an actor. He's not relevant anymore. I mean, he just made like billions millions of dollars just now, right? <laughs> like like I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah. When's the last time Mickey Rourke's been? He relevant? says, "I the guy's been doing." Yeah, right. He said in an interview, the guy's been doing the same effing part for 35 years. I got no respect for that. I don't care about money and power. I care about when I watch Al Pacino work or Christopher Walken or De Niro's early work, Richard Harris' work, Ray Winstone's work. That's the kind of actor I want to be like. Monty Clift and Brando back in the day and a lot of the guys that tried to stretch his actors. I think he's irrelevant in my world. Yeah, I think this is talking about basically Mission Impossible on Top Gun. Like, like that's all he's doing, been doing recently. Um, it, you know, but whatever. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not bitching about it, I guess, that much. But that's that's what he does now. I, no, everyone knows hey, him. your favorite actor is coming back. Ryan Gosling, right? Your, your favorite actor is coming back to – no. Your favorite actor is coming back. James Franco will be returning to the big screen <laughs> – He's not my favorite actor, but okay. Following his sexual allegations, uh, James Franco's head back to the big screen. He's been cast as Billy August, upcoming post-World War II drama Me, You, opposite Tom Hollander and Daisy Jacob. So uh, not Daisy Ridley or you. Tom Holland. The other people that... that, that well, <laughs> um, have kind of the same name. Yeah. Uh, Me You is the adaptation of Ari DeLucha's novel To to Mia. Uh, The film follows the story of a 16-year-old boy, Marcus, who is vacationing with his parents when he meets 20-year-old Kia. Kia uh, opens up to Marco, revealing a painful past. Marco grows fond of Kia, falling in love. Franco has been cast as fisherman Nicola, who takes Marco under his wing and shares his wounded tales of the sea. What are you drinking today, dude? Uh, I got like five different beers, dude. Okay. Uh, I, I didn't get a chance to run to the the beer store. Right now, I'm on Marshall, which is Marshall Brewing Company. What are you drinking? Today? Shiner Agua Fresca. It's a it's a uh, beer brewed with watermelon and lime with natural flavors. So there we go. It's pretty good, man. I like it. Have you ever gone to rehab? No, I've not had need to go to rehab yet. No, no, not yet. no, not yet. So they tried to take you to rehab, and you said no, no, no. That's what I said. 
Amy Winehouse biopic is moving forward with Sam Taylor Johnson to direct the movie. I heard about that. Yeah. I did hear about that. Her uh, her, her uh, husband, Zarian Taylor Johnson, 23 years her junior. She started being yeah. dating him when he was 18 years old. I mean... Mm-hmm. I mean, like, so he was. She was directing a movie about John Lennon, and he was a cast. Yes, and that's when they how they met, and it, it's a little creepy. But you know what? I'm not gonna talk shit. I guess she was 43. Yeah, he was 18. Whatever. So that's <laughs> weird. It's just a little strange. So uh, Curtis Jackson is gonna be starring in a horror movie, Skill House. Uh, Josh Stahlberg's Skill House will feature Curtis Jackson in a starring role, and he will also be serving as the producer of the horror film. Uh, Still House comes from Ryan Cadavan's uh, pro- uh, uh, Proximate Media and is described as dark satire social media and influence culture. King aim at how some people are willing to go to achieve internet fame. So, Curtis Jackson, man. Can't wait to see him act again. I haven't seen him act in a while. Curtis Jackson. Is that 50 Cent? Is who I'm thinking? What is 50 Cent's real name? You know, you know why G unit couldn't get on the bus? Why? Why? Because they didn't have 50 Cent. Oh, Uh, yeah, it is 50 Cent. Okay, okay, Curtis Jackson is. Okay, okay, I thought so. (laughs) Um, Man, I heard a joke today. (laughs) I heard a joke today. What do you call the guy who finished last in his class at medical school? At what? We got a call guy Say who finished again. last in his class in medical school. A doctor. Good job. <laughs> what do you call a doctor that failed out of medical school? What do you call a doctor that failed out of medical school? A dentist. Good job, dude. You got this. <laughs> all right. You've heard these, I guess. My grandfather told me these all the okay. time, yeah. Right. Uh, Mike Eats is now joining Sony's Madam Web in a mysterious role. Eve stand up comedian is, is going to be. Oh, Epps, Mike Epps. Okay. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> he said he. And I mean, I mean, that Emma Roberts is in this now, uh, Sydney Sweeney. I mean, gosh, this is just like getting the who's who of people. I hope Sony's not loading it up. So, therefore, then it's like, uh, you know, oh, we got all these actors in here. It's going to be a good movie. And it's not. What happened to her back? Because. It's something you did, dude. You know what you did. Okay. You know what you did, dude. Channing Tatum. Craig Berlanti is joining Scarlett Johansson for Apple's Project Artemis. Tatum is replacing Chris Evans while Berlanti is stepping into the directing shoes vacated by Jason Bateman, whoever that crackhead is. Mm -hmm. Um, Channing Tatum and George are coming up on board respectfully star and direct Project Artemis. Now... Jason Bateman was to direct the feature, but left in early June due to creative differences. So basically, this is just somebody they can puppet. Is this right? what is Project Artemis? Do you know what it's about? It's about your mom. Because I'd really like to be a continuation of Hotel Artemis, which we saw a couple of years ago. That I actually really liked. Which Jay Foster she runs that that uh, hospital for uh, fucked up criminals. You remember that? It's kept under secret and described as a romantic comedy set against the backdrop of 1968 Apollo 11 moon launch. That's definitely not that's, it. Yeah, okay. That's all the That's definitely not it. Ah, uh, man. There's an actor, and he is no longer allowed to be in the Cannes film. Oh, Will Smith. 
Kevin Spacey. Oh, makes sense too. Got new sexual assault charges placed against him and is now kicked out of all the movies that he was going to be coming out. That's fair. <laughs> like, oh, maybe I shouldn't say that. All the movies he was going to feature in, not coming in. Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, that's what come he does. On. Anyway. Come on. Whoa. Um, whoa. <laughs> oh, boo boo. That's so wrong. <laughs> boo. Lionsgate gets Creepers is uh, boards Creepers horror book adaptation. The Hollywood studio and Sheraton Pictures will jointly jointly finance the adventure horror film based on the novel by David Morrell. Now David Morrell wrote this book Creepers, but you know what else he wrote? What? First Blood. Oh, okay, the yeah yeah the the Rambo film. First. The original Rambo yeah, movie. Yeah. Which was an amazing story. So uh, I can't wait for anything he does. Good times. Um, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he'll shoot in the summer in Bulgaria, uh, be helmed by Mark Claytesfield, a veteran music video and commercial director. Um, it portrays a group of young urban explorers who plan to investigate an old, boarded up, seemingly abandoned hotel. I wonder what happens. No, me too. What it sounds sounds to crazy. Like that? It sounds. I would never guess that exploring an abandoned old hotel wouldn't invite sinister things to happen. That just sounds too out there. Okay. So, Showtime has bought Confession, Fletch. Confession. If Fletch. you remember Fletch, Fletch was a series done. Fletch and Fletch Lives was done by uh, Chevy Chase. Yeah. He is being replaced by the one and only John Hamm, and Showtime has bought it. They've been talking so about making a Fletch series. John Hamm will be coming. They've been talking about making a Fletch series for a long time. Well, it's in the it's 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 going. It's going now. It's in the works, man. They bought it. Okay. Fletch becomes a prime suspect in a murder case while searching for his Harris girl. Uh, girlfriend's short uh, stolen art collection. His only way out is to swift through a long list of suspects that include his own girlfriend to find the real culprit. Mm. Mm. Okay. What do you think of that? Uh, I mean, yeah. I'll just see it. Like, like again, it's on Showtime. I'd have to go some some trouble to watch it. <laughs> I'm not, because I have so many streaming services as it is, dude. I'm not going to buy another one. Am I? Showtime? Yeah, I have to buy that. I don't know Showtime is a series. Oh, I got Showtime on Hulu. I, yeah, my, Showtime's on my Hulu. I'm not adding in my Hulu. I pay the extra dollar ninety. <laughs> so, uh, all right. There's a couple more. Here you go. Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Bring it on. One of the, yeah, Nintendo Pictures is going to be a thing now. Nintendo has just bought, uh, is on track to acquire Dynamo Pictures. If you don't know Dynamo Pictures, they are the pl- the, the place that uh, the, um, you know, the, oh my gosh, why can't I think of the word? Um, they are the, not cartoon, what's Pixar? Uh, animation, animation yeah, studio yeah. behind uh, movies like Ghost in the Shell, Earwig the Witch, uh, near replacement, Mega Man, Death Stranding, the Resident Evil franchise, and they are going to be making adaptations of Legend of Zelda, Metroid, Animal Crossing, and Luigi's Mansion. Uh-huh. All going to be in CGI. Mm. 
Okay. Starting with the Super Mario Brother movie yeah. that has Chris Pratt. Yeah, Chris Pratt's in that. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, again, I'm keeping my like my reservations to myself about this. I'll keep cool. it over, man. I'll, I'll see it. I'll see it to see it. And then, and then, it, I mean, you fuck with me, man. Then it's done. It's over. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Two more. Okay. The fictional theme park from the upcoming movie, Nope, is going to be an attraction at Universal Studios. Well, that fucking means I have to go back. Jupiter's (laughs) Jupiter's claim the fictional theme park featured in Jordan Peele's upcoming sci-fi horror, Nope, is taking up permanent residence as part of Universal Studios tour. The new attraction will feature at Universal Studios Hollywood, was created by production designer Ruth DeJong and carefully disassembled post-production before being reconstructed at Universal Studios Hollywood. Uh, it will be open for its first day on July 12th. Yeah, I haven't been to Hollywood. I've been to the University of Florida, Orlando, which is amazing. Like, I own Adventure connected to it. That place is fucking insane. It's like, it's like, um, it's weird. Like, I mentioned it, like going to, um, Harry Potter land world. And that that's the closest I've ever been to actual magic. <laughs> like I felt like it was actually magic, but yeah, man, uh, I, I guess I'll go see that. Cause, uh, one of the things I'm super fucking excited about is Nope. I can't fucking wait for Nope, dude. Hello. <laughs> and last but not least, mm-hmm. Thor love and thunder debuts with $143 million in ticket sales domestically Sold 159 million in overseas profit. The film has 302 million dollars. The new, a new career high for director Taika Waititi, and <laughs> also for star Natalie Portman. Okay, it's the her third highest grossing weekend for a release this year. It is just behind. Uh, Doctor Strange into the Multiverse of Madness, which is at 197.4, and Jurassic World Domino, <laughs> which was. That's it, man. That's news. Let's get ready. Let's do it. Let's do the final movie. Some of us got to go to bed in an hour. That's the movies don't suck and something new. So I told Chris a bunch of stuff. He absolutely loved it. Now he's going to remember it forever. And I'll ask him questions at the end of this podcast. Please don't quiz me. For money. <laughs> um, so uh, we're talking now Thor Love and Thunder, directed by Taika Waititi. You guys know he directed Jojo Rabbit, the Thor Ragnarok, What We Do in the Shadows, Hunt for the Wilder People. And now he's back for this highly anticipated um Thor film. He's actually the the only director who's actually came back and directed like another Marvel film as the same director because he was so beloved for the last one. Um, this stars Chris Hemsworth as the titular Thor. Uh, where to start? Um, the ether, <clears throat> firstly, is not a stone. It's some- this also stars uh, Natalie Portman as Jane. All the kids looking up to me can suck my dick. Also, Christian Bale as Gore. You know, you feel young, like when everything was in front of you. Everything was just... Everything was... 
Okay, whatever. Because <laughs> uh, he's just soaring the whole time. And we got Tessa Thompson as King Valkyrie. Because I have absolutely no life whatsoever. And this this also stars uh, Russell Crowe as Zeus. As Dave Bautista comes back as Drax. Chris Pratt makes an appearance as Peter Quill. Uh, pa, you know, the Mantis is Palm Queen and stuff. And Sean Gunn is Kraglin. I guess he's going to be part of it now. For good. Her mom's what? Uh, Kraglin's going to be back in this, right? Like, if he's be like okay. And, uh, yeah, there's Vin Diesel's Groot, Bradley Cooper. Uh, everyone you would think that's in this movie is in this movie. Why don't you go ahead and read the storyline for this? Do I have to? I think it would help. <laughs> so. Oh, okay. Okay. Thor's retirement is interrupted by a galactic killer known as Gore, the God Butcher, who seeks the execution of the gods. To combat the threat, Thor enlists the help of King Valkyrie, Gorg, and ex-girlfriend Jane Foster, who to Thor's surprise unexpectedly welds his magical hammer, Mornir, as the mighty Thor. Together, they embark upon a harrowing cosmic adventure to uncover the mystery of the God Butcher's vengeance and stop him before it's too late. Okay, um, so... I want you to give a go and jack on this, and I'll follow up. I want you to give me your thoughts on go this ahead. movie. I want you to give me your thoughts on this movie, and I'll follow up with it because I, I, I took the lead in the last one. This is your shit, so I, I'm gonna say all this, and I'm gonna throw this out there, and I don't care how much hate I get back for this. We are in it now. We're in the end game. Like we are now in the point of comic book movies where we can throw in random characters and random people from comic books and keep it like as close as possible to like stuff from the comic books. There are so many fucking Easter eggs in this movie. There are so many things from the Thor universe that I am just so happy. I get to see on the big screen. Like, um, what, what, what's one of them I can think of right now? Um, the goats. Um, tooth Nasher, tooth, tooth Nasher and a Tooth something else. Tooth Crusher, yeah, they Tooth Nasher. They messed up their names. One second. I know I got it somewhere. Okay. Um, tooth Nasher and Tooth Grinder. Yeah. Tooth, teeth Nasher and Tooth Grinder, which their names are really Teeth Thin and Teeth Grinder. You know, but, you know, uh, very close. But that's what their names was in North, uh, Norse uh, mythology. But, like, this movie was just fun as fuck. This movie was just a movie from beginning to end. Uh, Christian Bale looked like a crackhead demon guy, which is exactly what he is. So it makes sense and why he would do that. Um, oh, yeah, actually, I got a good fact about that. Um, let's talk about Christian Bale for a second sure. and how much I'm going to hate I hate him more now. Here we go. Here's a fact. Christian Bale initially turned down the role of... Uh, oh, man, I spelled it wrong. That's my bad. <laughs> so, But, yeah, he, oh, I know that he did it on the insistence of his children that really wanted him to play in this... Be, be a role in this movie. So he listened to his kids for once in his life and decided to take this, take this yeah, role. Yeah, and didn't beat them. I hope not. And didn't beat him. So I'm sure he beats him. So here's the thing about this movie, about about uh, Thor, 
Love and Thunder. Uh, I liked it, right? I didn't like it as much Ragnarok, but I like this movie. But the thing is, dude, uh, but me and my wife is just both. We're thinking the same thing as what the back to my car to go home. Uh-huh. Or, and then we had to go out later on. But I was thinking, man, they're, I've kind of had a ass full of superhero movies. <laughs> like, that's why huh? this is like the 32nd Marvel film, right? Like, what, 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 right. That's a lot of fucking movies. And like, I said the same thing about, uh, about Dr. Uh, Dr. Strange. Like, unless you've seen those movies, you're not going to get the full, like the, the full 32 voices. You're not going to get the full appreciation of it. You know, and I, again, okay, okay Chris. No, no, um, I understand. You're, you're a comic book guy, and I, that's, no, 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 I love no, you for no, the. Stop, 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 stop. I'm, stop. I'm, I'm trying to okay. finish my thought here. So, let me so, finish okay, my thought. Finish your thought. Finish, okay, finish your thought. Okay, so you're a comic book guy. I understand you love this stuff, and you're, you could, you'd watch uh, comic book movies until they keep on making them, right? Like, you'll keep on going to see them as long as they make them. And they make him good because Taika Waititi knows how to make a great movie. He made a, he means he's made two great ones. They were comedy movies. How for little people and Judge Rabbit, those were great movies. What we do, the Shadows, is a great movie. Um, and I, I again, I'm not talking. I'm not trying to talk shit. I'm a little thorough love because I liked it, right? But there's just so many of them. And, I, and I, okay. I, so, so okay. There's it, so many comic book movies, and they keep they keep on making them until they yeah. don't mean anything to you. Oh man, just like action movies or musicals or sci-fi movies or arties, art to see movies, A twenty four movies, because they're making too many of those. They need to stop right. They're now. not based on a previous they're property right. though. They're based on a previous IP. Everything now is a sequel. Yeah, and it has been since the 30s, motherfucker. And I'm just saying, like, uh, it's based the on... The from Toronto is a movie from 1933. And I didn't like it. Yeah, but you didn't... Uh, okay, uh, Murder on the Oriental Express, also, uh, Knives Out. Uh, you want me to go through every I'm, fucking I'm just, movie you What like I'm saying, dude, I'm, again, I did say... And... I'm not talking shit on this movie, but I'm talking about the current state of movies. Yeah. So Every, not everything. We're allowed dude, to see comic book uh, no, movies. I'm just saying. I'm just saying like that. That that. And not everything. Like, not, oh my god! You're you're like oh my god! The steak tastes too good. Please take away the steak. And not everything me needs to be an IP again. though. Not everything needs to be an IP. Just like this does. I, I like Cor- I like Thor: Love and Thunder. I like Thor: Ragnarok. Everything but, doesn't have to be. But but, but guess what? Everything is. No, it's not. Top Gun. The number one movie in uh, since Titanic, a sequel. Yeah, an IP it happens. All right. Anyway, but like, I like Love and Thunder. Okay, like I like this movie, but but uh, but uh, okay. So your your problem is mm-hmm. that people are doing too much art, and they need to stop doing their no, art. I'm not saying this art. Not, uh, th- 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 that's exactly what you're saying, though. No, I'm, so, I'm you're so, saying that you're you're just all your art is too much. Please don't give me no, any more of your it's art. It's derivative. No, it's not. Uh, that's the, but again, dude, I'm not saying I didn't like Love and Thunder, but but again, I've I, when what is the next Marvel movie coming out? What, what is that? Is that what is what is that? When is it coming out? What is it? I don't even I don't even have it. I don't even have it slated in my brain. I don't <laughs> even know. But still, Chris. But, by the way, I want to mention something real quick. Black Adam looks like this shit. Black Adam was awesome. 
Well, but it's a comic book movie, so it can't be that good. I haven't seen Black anything about Black Adam yet. I don't even know who that guy is. I just know he says that heroes don't kill people, but I kill people. I was like, fuck yeah, he does. So, um... He's Shazam. Is Black Adam... Is, is, is this me great PG-13? He's Shazam. Right. He's Shazam. But that's... He's Shazam, but he, there's another Shazam. Are they going to meet together in this movie? Or is this a super, 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 super. I don't know if they're going to be. I don't, I don't know the storyline of the next movie yet, dude. I don't fucking know. I'll watch it when I watch it. I don't I don't like to get oh, ruined yeah. on these By things. By the way, this is DC, so we're, we're talking Marvel movies now. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Can we go Easter back eggs. to the Marvel movie that we were discussing? Yeah, can, can we, I want you to give me some Easter eggs for this. I got hundreds of them. We'll talk about them at the end, okay. just like we always do. All right. Anyway. So before Chris bashed on an entire <laughs> genre... <laughs> Uh, I guess he hates Star Wars, Star Trek too. Those are based off of books. James Bond, you hate James Bond. Uh, Star Wars is not um, based off of books. Those are all based on books. What? What Star Wars based off of? Uh, fucking like I don't know a thousand canon books. Tell me what they are. Do you want me to go through all the fucking no, books? No, I mean, it, you want me to pull up like literally we're in the middle of a Thor Love and Thunder talk, and you want me to pull up all no, the but Star you're Wars this, books? You're, Star Wars. There's everything from the Bounty Hunter series, the Timmy Zane no, no, trilogy, no, 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 the I'm fucking not, Clone Wars, you said the, the Rebels, the Gravel of the Clone Wars. I'm like literally, what the fuck do you, you want said me to the fight Star over Wars here, movies? Bro? You said the original. You said the Star Wars movies, including I guess the original trilogy, are based on something, or that they're they're IPs. Yes, Buck Rogers. Okay, I mean. And Flash Gordon, literally stole makes, right from him. Okay, I mean that's fair, but like uh, they were still uh, an original property that came out. But again, dude, we're back to talking about Thor: Love and Thunder. I gave my little spiel, uh, you know, high horse about shit. How you hate all comic book movies? Yes, I, I just have it. a lot of them. Um, so, like, what? It, I want you to tell me, man, what what's going on with this one? It's a movie. Made it's me a, laugh. It was good. Yes, there are lots of funny parts to this. I'm done. You're pissed off, dude. Chill out. Dude, I'm dude, not... you literally just pissed no. at my whole genre. No, I didn't... Like, literally. If I go to your house and pee on your fucking Bob Dylan records, are you going to be happy about that? No, I because you have over... No. I have over 20,000 comic books in a file right next to me, and you're like, hey, you know what? You know what? I hate comic books. No, I, I just said... I was talking about the movie industry. I wasn't talking about you. Uh... you. You shouldn't, dude. What you shouldn't do is you shouldn't take it personal because... Because you are not your comic books, you're not your comic movies, you are Neil. Right? Yes, and, I am. These motherfuckers are going to the grave with me, I know, dude. but is it your identity, though? Is it your identity? <laughs> is it your identity? Yes. That's something you love, but it's not your identity. So you should oh, think it's my identity. Like, so, like, for example, when you shit when you, when you I shit literally on, have the comic book code tattooed on my leg. I know, but when you shit on stuff I love, <laughs> I, don't, I don't get offended at all. And uh-huh. You know that, though. Like when you like you know that I don't get offended when you shit on stuff I like, I don't care. Uh, not li- but if you were to literally shit on stuff, that would be a I different. Can't, I can't wait to review the next Ari Oster movie. Okay, uh, you can't if you liked it though. You gotta be honest. <laughs> no, dude, I'm gonna rip it apart. Why? Anyway. Why? It's not um, IP. Okay. Why? 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 <laughs> All right. Anyway. Okay. All right. So Thor: Love and Thunder. Let's get back to mm-hmm. the movie that we're actually talking about. Since now we've spent ten minutes yelling at each other because <laughs> you hate. You hate things that make people smile. I don't. Dude, um, just because I dislike something. Do you, hate, do, you hate, do you hate puppies and cotton candy and fucking rainbows and shit, too? Do you hate all that? I like puppies. Cotton candy's okay. Rainbows are fine. Double rainbows are even better. Okay. Yeah, I'm just saying, it's obvious you hate a lot of things that make people happy. Chris anyway. Hensworth is so sexy in this movie. 
<laughs> you just like him because you got to see his bare ass and you want to eat his ass. Um, I don't think that's why I liked it, but so the day that that uh, the day that that was filmed, over 350 people were on set. Was he wearing a sock though? He had to be wearing a sock, right? Yeah, he was wearing a sock, but everybody, but there was 350. That Tahiti, uh, Wahidi said that was literally the most people he's ever had on set any time in any movie, any show ever. People so, made excuses to be there. So the girls were fainting on for real then? No, okay. no, they weren't. But anyway, uh, this movie was really good. The villain, the guy who played the villain, kind of sucked. But besides that, we well, don't um, like Christian Bale in this. I don't like Christian Bale in anything anymore. You can't. He's you, a piece of shit. No, uh, okay, he's like Kevin Spacey to me, dude. Away from the what's the divorce Batman from him? Let's just say he's Christian okay. Bale. He did the Machinist. He did Fighter. Should I divorce uh, all the stories I heard about him abusing a co-workers? Okay, that's, that's fair. He's just shit at. <laughs> but anyway. Um, but anyway, no, I did like him as the bad guy. Um, I do. I know they made it family friendly. I really like to see the deleted scene. Uh, Christian Bale's character at one point takes a sword and like chops off half his face so he can like take the tattoos he had on his face. He kind of has a Thor, a Thanos sort of thing to him because what you're doing, you get uh, while well, he's kind of doing it. You know, it's not as he's trying to make the world kind of a better place, but he's always evil. So like. It's uh, it's Marvel, dude. Don't don't you realize that most villains in the Marvel universe are bald? Are you looking at, hey, you looking at me? <laughs> yeah, I'm looking right at you, fucking kingpin oh, over yeah. there hating on people and stuff. Anyway, uh, Russell Crowe uh, jumped in this. By the way, I didn't I didn't know that was him. Fight. By the way, until like the very end, Did I didn't, really? recognize didn't him. know that was Russell Crowe. No, I didn't realize how fat yeah. he got. And. uh... Uh, Chris Pratt and the Guardians of the Galaxy, they were, they played a small part in this, uh, which really upsets a lot of people because they thought the next Guardians of the Galaxy movie was going to be the Asgardians of the Galaxy. Oh, so they're upset that Thor isn't part of it anymore? Yeah, but yeah. he's not a part of that. But that's understandable. I, I can't wait for Volume volume uh, 3, right? Volume 3 is a... Yeah, Volume 3. I can't volume wait to do that. I'm excited for that. That's that's To me, like out of all the uh, Marvel movies, that's been the most exciting for me. I don't know why. Uh, this is the first time Natalie Portman has been back since Dark World. Because even in uh, in Endgame, when she was in that, that was just unused footage from you, Dark World. Can you and I, can we agree that Dark World is the worst of the Thor films? No. What's the worst of the fourth? Do you think the first one? No. What's the worst of the Thor movies, the four Thor movies, what is the worst of the four? Age of Ultron. I said Thor movies, dude. The four Thor, Thor Stanley movies. Dark World's the worst one, right? Age of Ultron. It's not a Thor movie, though. That's a... Okay. Uh, hold on. Are you just having a hard time saying you don't dislike a Thor movie? Yeah, I don't like... I love Thor, man. I like all of them. You like Dark World, even? Yeah, dude. I thought it was, like, a really dark, sad story. I mean, Loki dies and shit. We thought he was dead for good. We thought he was dead for good. Now he's dead know? for good, right? Yeah, who knows? Okay. Um, no, he's not. No, he's not. Oh, well, um, we did just see the Loki series like in a, like a different like dimension or universe right now, right? Loki? It, it's it's a little more difficult than that. And to explain that would be explaining the, exactly what's going to happen in the next movie, uh, the new Avengers movie when it comes out in a couple of years. Okay. Anyway. All right. 
Uh, so this movie was really good. Uh, Chris Hemsworth did a really good job acting. Uh, Natalie Portman and him uh, made me believe that they were still in love. Like as soon as they saw each other, they were both acting all nervously and stuff. I love the fact that to make uh, Natalie Portman look uh, 6'3", that there was actually platforms everywhere that she walked on because she's only 5'3". Yeah. That made her taller, and they call it the Natalie, the Natalie plat, the the Portman platform. <laughs> I, I can definitely say that I know she put on twenty five pounds of muscle or something like that. Yeah, something crazy to put, to put this character, and she's a vegan. So imagine how hard that was. Um, probably a lot of potatoes. A lot of potatoes and beans, a lot right? Of potatoes. <laughs> a lot of potatoes. A lot of potatoes. Potatoes. And potatoes. Yeah. Um, but this movie was exactly what it was. Uh, the only part. In it, that kind of there's there's some acting in it, like a scene or two that I was kind of like, eh, that looks a little cheesy, mm-hmm. like it's a little cheesy. Um, but besides that, I love the fact that I got to see a lot of Thor things I never thought I'd ever see, like um, Thor coming out at like when he was with the Guardians of the Galaxy at the beginning and he comes out in that outfit, he looks just like he's like from the Thunderstruck comics, mm-hmm. uh, Thunder Thunderstrike comics from the 1990s, like uh Gore the the God Butcher, which is a more recent story. That that's uh like more around like the Mighty Thor story. Yeah. Well, how, which the Mighty Thor is the story of Jane Foster. Like 90s or something? Is that what that Thor. was? No, no, like 10 years ago. Okay, wow. Okay, that's Okay. Yeah, yeah. The Jane Foster Mighty Thor story is only like not even ten years old. I think it's like five years old. Okay. Wow. Like Natalie Portman played Jane Foster before Jane Foster became Thor. I'm glad that they uh, that they didn't use like She Thor or Lady Thor. You know, like like that they they not not fucking the Mighty Thor. You know. Hmm. So. Oh yeah, they made it very clear. Like when they wrote the comics about it. Um. There's a lot of good stories, a lot of good uh, Easter eggs here and there. Um, I love that it opened up uh, things for the future. There's um, some stuff that uh, in the spoiler part we'll talk about, which we'll do here in just a few minutes. But, um, like, literally, I had a lot of fun with this movie. I wish I could watch it again right now. Like, I would watch it again. Like, I've watched Doctor uh, Strange in... um, into the multiverse of madness like six times now. And this is like one of them too. And it's because now because of all these doorways being open, all these things going on in these comic book, in the Marvel comic book movies, it's like now it's, we get to get so much that I never thought I'd ever see on a big screen. Like, do you know who's in black Adam? Besides uh, The Rock? Yeah. No. The JSA. The yeah. Just Society of America. Oh, yeah? Okay. That become become the Justice League yeah. right, later. So right? he's in it. He's... You, know, you, know who, you know who's on the Justice Society of America? Tell me. The Flash, Green Lantern, Our Man, um, Sandman, and also one of my favorite guys of all time. Batman. Dr. Fate. <laughs> okay. Okay. Do you think I'd ever, I, in my whole life, I never thought I'd be like, oh my God, I'm going to see Dr. Fate in a movie. Like, this is, yeah, dude, just like I was stoked for this, because this is a big fucking deal. Okay. Um, why don't you get the quotes so we can get to the really fun, juicy part where I you out more? Yeah. yeah no. The land is dry. 
but we never lost faith in you. Suffering for your God is your only purpose. All gods will die. Come listen to the story of the space viking. His true love was Jane Fonda. No, 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 no. I mean Jodie Foster. No, no, no. Jane Foster. He went from bad he went from dad bod to god bod. That is another classic Thor adventure. Maybe it's time to play Space Viking card. You can't get married on every single planet we land on. That's my hammer you got there. And kind of my look. People need entertainment, especially now in these dire times. I had to say that line because it was like the only line Matt Damon said. (laughs) (laughs) Half our soldiers are dead. But aren't half our soldiers always dead? (laughs) You're a Viking now, which means you have to fight in battle. Where are we going to hold this year's orgy? You got humbled. No, I got naked, which I'm okay with. <laughs> how you how you feeling? Shitty. Really shitty. Like, really, really shitty. I call the axe when you call the dentist. The gods will use you but will not help you. What happened to life like there's what happened to live like there's no tomorrow? Eat my hammer. Go to hell, demon. And that's it. That's all I got. Okay, so I was just scoring this. 4.4. I loved it. It was amazing. It made me happy. I laughed at all the places I should have laughed. Uh, I saw so many random things in this fucking movie. Uh, yeah, I loved it. I it, it pushed the Marvel Universe along just great. I didn't think to myself, oh, my God, I wasted time watching a comic book movie. No, I liked watching a comic book movie because it's my favorite fucking genre. 3.9 for me. I liked it. Not Science as- pro wrestling. Not- <laughs> anyway. The three point nine for me, not as good as Ragnarok, but better than Dark World in the first one. Uh, yeah. Um, so it's it's a it's a worthy worthy movie for the Thor uh, franchise. So uh, I like. So you're to, saying that this movie is worthy enough to be called Thor? Yeah. Because Ragnarok's amazing. Get it? Get it's, it? Yeah. yeah. Ragnarok's one, like one of the most. Whoever of, might be worthy enough. We'll get all the powers of Thor. Besides, besides the Guardians of the Galaxy. What is that? What is that from? I don't know. It's on the side of Mjolnir. Okay. It's literally <laughs> written on the hammer. All right. So, what three point nine for anyway. me? Uh, but uh, it's a it's a fun movie. It's it's we it, it, had a good time. But to, to me, again, it's like it's another comic movie. You guys like those movies? This is a movie for you. But uh, if you guys don't want to get the oh well, yeah yeah. Well, We'll do Rotten Tomatoes, then we'll do the... Yeah, we gotta do the Rotten Tomatoes stuff, man. So, what's the, what's the audience score on this one? Yeah, on this, is gonna be 87%. 80%. Damn! Fuck that audience! They have a, they have an audience says, it says, Even though Thor 11 Thunder constant silliness makes it hard to invest in the more serious sides of the story, 
there's still plenty here to enjoy. Now, what is the critic score on this one? 72. 68. So not quite certified fresh. Um, and, yeah, and it's because they're bitches. What's some, their bitchy reason? The consensus is, in some ways, Thor of the Thunder feels like Ragnarok Redux. But overall, it offers enough fast-paced fun to make this a worthy addition to the MCU. So that's what we got for Thor Love and Thunder. Uh we're gonna we're gonna spool the fuck out of this movie, or Neil's gonna spool the fuck out of this movie after this. So if you guys wanna like three seconds. Yeah, so if you guys have like Oh the Oh sorry. Um <laughs> you guys have a little yeah, play Natalie Portman okay. at the end of Natalie Portman. Okay. The Natalie Portman rap will ruin the fuck out of this movie. So thank you guys for uh watching another episode or listening to another episode. At this point, the spoiler section, because we do this for every comic book movie since I'm a huge comic book nerd, even though Chris hates comic book movies. Um, we'll, we'll go right after this. So play that Natalie Portman. All the kids looking up to me can suck my dick. It's Portman, motherfucker. Drink till I'm sick. Slay your throat and pump nudges down the hole. Watch you laugh and cry while I laugh you die. And all the dudes, you know I'm talking to you. We love you, Natalie. So Thor, love and thunder, Easter eggs, people. All right, let's get off the back of this. Um, first, Gore, the God Butcher, the origins is taken from Thor, God of Thunder, number six. Uh, he gave up in the comics. He gave up his life. I, I fucking have written so many uh, Easter egg things now. You no, know, we, we, you know we didn't mention. We didn't mention that Luke Hemsworth plays uh, plays uh, Thor like in the play, like like the his brother Wait, plays. No one did. No one did. No, you didn't mention. It. Oh, you, oh, there we go. Okay. Okay. It's right there. Fine. Sorry. <laughs> His whole family, Chris Hemsworth's family, each have roles. Tristan and Sasha, his sons, play young thrower when he's running through the forest, getting okay. older. The youngest yeah. one is another. India Rose plays daughter Love. Okay, fine. And Luke plays Thor. And then his wife, Ellis. Uh, Elsa Batsky. Uh, Alyssa. Elsa. Uh, plays one of the, yeah, one of the lovers. Okay. Anyway. Uh, Gore the God Butcher, uh, he gave up his life to save a child, like how he gives up his quest for his daughter at the end. But in the comic book, he did it right away. Mm -hmm. uh, the Necrosword. Now, the Necrosword is going to be big in the future. That's going to come back. That's going to be like a time stone. But, That's going to be like an infinity but stone. But didn't they destroy it? Yeah, think. Okay, all right, fine. <laughs> The Necrosword is different than the comics. It's more made out of goo because it's originally created by Noel, the god of symbionts. But MCU don't have the rights to use the word symbiote because Not Sony has the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Sony has the rights. So it has been told uh, it's it's been uh, from the beginning of time, just like uh, eternity and all them, which would be how Nowhere got his head cut off was from that yeah. sword. Um, but it is the sister sword to the ebony blade, which was in the internals. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, I remember that. Yeah. You see how that's yeah. going there? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We're just going to sprinkle some shit over here. So you guys get what's going to happen later. Uh, Thor Love Thunder is really uh, the story of how the wealthy use the poor to succeed mm -hmm. in life. It's obviously clear capitalism. about that. Um, yeah, <laughs> capitalism. Uh, like, even the gods had gold blood showing that they're made of their riches. And unlike 
and that gold runs through him, unlike Jane, who has to use poison just to survive. Mm-hmm. And the gods hoard so much they have gold running through their veins. Unlike Thor, who bleeds red because he battles for the humans. He's also constantly. a demigod, though, right? Is that like full god? Is Gar- he's-, no, he's a full god. Okay, all right. Full god, son of, son of Odin. All right. Uh, Gorg talking to the kids in the cave. This is cool because it's reminiscent to how Thor, the original legend, was told back in the old days. There were old men telling kids in caves mm-hmm. the stories of Thor. Right. Uh Let's see, I already said Korg called Jane, Jodie Foster, and Jane Fonda. Enya's song, Only Time, is about surrendering yourself to the universe and allowing yourself to lead you instead of forcing it, just like Thor at the beginning of the movie is trying to get the unit just to, like, absorb the universe instead of, you know, being like, oh, my gosh. Um, Can I interject and ask a question? Yeah, so, sure. Uh, uh, so Jane, she dies at the end. And she goes to uh, Valhalla. Valhalla, right? And she sees Heimdall, who shows up in this. Guys, um, they may seem like she's going to come back at some point. Really? Hmm. Do you know anything about this? Do you see that coming? Do you see that happening at all? Man, I wish I could tell you about that, but uh, to tell you about that, I'd have to get all the way down to the end of the Easter eggs. Okay, fine, fine, fine. Because yeah. we. I, I did this in order of okay, the movie. Fine. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Uh, uh, teenage Thor, um, when you see them running through the forest, was the first time you've ever seen the actual Thor real outfit from the comic book drawn by Jack Kirby. Okay. Uh-huh. That was the first time you ever seen that. Uh, the trucker hat that Thor is wearing while he's working out to get dad bod <laughs> to god bod uh, had the old school Avengers across oh, nice. it from the comic books and he crossed out world's mightiest avengers and wrote strongest because of <laughs> thor ragnarok yeah. where he's like i'm the strongest thor, you know mm-hmm. avenger um the hammers were actually showing the emotions of both uh jane and thor like, like stormbreaker was getting jealous <laughs> yeah like stormbreaker was getting jealous mm-hmm. because thor was jealous mm-hmm. And, you know, same thing back and forth. Um, uh, Thor's uh, fight suit, like I said, uh, was like Thunderstrike, but the boots were from the Silver Age there of Thor. The the jacket he was was a, vet, a raver jacket from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. The shirt that he was wearing was the World Tree with the Biofrost symbol on it, which Eternity has on his uh, chest later on in the in the movie, the vow, the how the whole outfit is like I said a rip of the Thunderstrike '90s comics. Uh, in the comic, girl prays the Thor for rain, and it comes, and he delivers it, and that's how he finds out that all the other gods are dying because oh, he goes, "Why no other gods? Why did no other gods answer you? Why is the god of thunder here?" Yeah, you know, and um, which they kind of played kind of like off that a little bit. Um, Mighty Thor is a story of uh, Jane having cancer. If you got, if you have a chance, guys, literally you can go to Marvel Unlimited. You can uh, buy it for like uh, four ninety nine a month or something, and you can read them all in one sitting. I did. Um, uh, Jane said she didn't want Asgardian help at first. That reflects the comic where she didn't want to get a spell put on her because Thor went to come help her after he found out she had cancer, mm. and she's like, "I don't want that because everything." 
that you do a spell anything from the Asgardians always comes with a price or a complication with it so she's like no fuck that I don't want any of your Asgardian magic bullshit Tomsberg uh, or Thornsberg Norway is the place that new Asgard is mm-hmm. right yeah we have now seen that place four times mm. In the Marvel Universe. Okay. At the beginning, in Captain America, the first Avenger, that's where the Tesseract was, okay. where Red Skull goes against the Tesseract. Uh, we saw, of course, in End Day. We saw it in Thor, the Dark World, and uh, now in this one. So four times this time, this city has been there before it's super news, new Gascar. Uh, if you looked at the Carnival Cruises, they were painted like the Biofrost mm-hmm. on the side yeah, of yeah, the, yeah. the Carnival Cruises. The streets name were uh, Simon's son as after Walt Simon's son and Aaron after Jason Aaron, who wrote Gore the God Butcher and the Mighty Thor storylines. Nice. So, yeah. Um, Mick uses blade hands to cut the ribbon of the ice cream shop. If you saw it, you know, Mick, mm-hmm. hey, it's Mick. He's dead. Uh, I saw really bad, so kid around. No, yeah. He carries, he cuts the ribbon, and the name of the ice cream place was Infinity mm. Cones. I remember that, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The tour guide is played by Daryl. Fucking can't believe it. I, just... I was so happy to see him. <laughs> yeah, it was Do you know who Daryl is? Who's Daryl? Yeah, tell me. Okay, uh, you, you have to go look this up on uh, uh, Disney Plus when you're done. Okay. There were shorts uh, filmed right before Ragnarok or around that time, and it was of uh, Thor living with a roommate. Oh, that guy. He was living on the, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. That's, that's his roommate. Okay. That's, that's Thor's roommate in Thor's roommate <laughs> in the roommate uh, shorts. That's uh, that's uh, Daryl. Mm-hmm. Um. In the comic book, Mjolnir, uh, more, uh, Mjolnir uh, the way it could do everything it's doing mm-hmm. and that it screams to Jane is that it actually became the god of hammers. Okay. And a deity a deity fell into it, but they didn't use that in this. The Screaming Goats, we already talked about that. Thor handshakes, Thor's handshake to, to uh, Chris Bratt or uh, to um, uh, Star-Lord mm-hmm. at the end says a snake. Because you can't trust it, just like <laughs> the story told about Loki turning into a snake when he was a kid and bit him because yeah. he knew he loved snakes. Let's see here. Lady Schiff uh, loses an arm, which Thor actually did in the comics, uh, and they replaced it with the destroyer arm from Thor 1. That's what her new arm mm-hmm. is. Um, Lady Sif was wearing her comic book accurate outfit when they found her, the red armor with the headpiece, mm-hmm. and she didn't wear that in the other ones. Um, his phone, when it rings, says Nick Furry, not Fury. Oh, yeah, I did furry. see that. Yeah, I did see that, yeah. Because in the roommate short with Daryl, he'd always call him Nick Furry. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's a lot of throwbacks to the Daryl roommate thing for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, when... Jane and Thor meet. Jane says, man, what has it been, like three years? And he's like, no, it's been like eight years, 17 days, six hours. The the, the reason being is because Jane was in the blip, right? Was a bl- was in the blip. Yeah, yeah. So they're five years apart. Okay. 
Yeah, that's true. Makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Gore takes kids, uh, just like any um, back, uh, like uh, based on religions, like the Pied Piper Exodus of the Bible, or the firstborn was taken. Whoever didn't put lame blood on the door is kind of a thing. Uh, Alex Hem- uh, Hemdale's uh, son, Odin powered Hemdale with the spirit of the soul stone, and that's how it got passed down to him so he could use that ability. The ship that they went on was called the Ager, which is the Norse god of sea. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Avinat City, the city of the gods, is in the comics, and it was built by the Lord of the Dawn, the first elder god. Um, Let's see here. Asgardians hate emails, so that's why they use Raven Mail, which was mentioned like two or three times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Gathering of the Gods is like the Panathian of Gods from the Thor comics. There's a place where older gods like Zeus and Odin would counsel to make decisions for the universe. The heart of the universe is uh, where eternity was. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's an artifact. In the comics, it's called the Heart of the Universe. In the Marvel comics, it's created. It created the Infinity Stones and uh, caused the universe to collapse and be reborn on several occasions. Um, when they bust out that window at mm. Thor's place, the Celestial on the left was uh, Matt Celestial. The one on the right is Gardner Celestial. Okay. The words on Stormbreaker for the first time we get to actually see what it says because they did a close-up of it while it's on the, the little thing mm-hmm. and storm it says stormbreaker lose the dogs of war and worthy of vengeance okay all right the chamber room before they go to meet eternity where they fight mm-hmm. their big fight with yeah. uh with uh well um those statues are all major entities in the in the uh, Marvel universe, I bet you if you go back and Eon. see who they are, right? Yeah, yeah. Like you'd have to pause it and look at it. Mm-hmm. Eon is the giant eyeball on the side of a floating tree. He created the quantum bonds that are uh, called the Bangles and Miss Marvel, mm-hmm. uh, the TV show. Uh, Watu the Watcher is one of the statues, which you know he was, you know. The planet where Stan Lee was on a planet with a big bunch of bold guys. Mm-hmm. And he's like, let me tell you the story about when I was a mailman. Yeah. You know, uh, Death, the goddess that Thanos loves in the comics, why he created the whole Infinity Gauntlet, mm-hmm. killed half the world yeah. or universe was for her. Um, then Infinity, who is the sister to Eternity, is the embodiment of the universe. Eternity and infinity when they form when they're together is all of the universe because mm-hmm. eternity is everything that is and infinity is everything that could be okay yeah <laughs> the living tribune is the most powerful entity he's there uh his statue's there and he's actually like he's like eternity's boss okay then arson the the celestial statue from the eternals uh, basically, all the original elder gods. Okay. Jane goes to Valhalla. Yeah, Valhalla. Just like the com. Yeah. Valhalla, just like the comics. In the comics, she refuses to go on into Valhalla, and Odin, who's in Valhalla, goes very well then, and turns her into a new superhero named Valkyrie. Oh shit! So you think that's what's happened to her? 
That's probably what's going to happen. Well, that's so a, that's like, that's if we can get Natalie Portman to come back and do it, right? I'm sure she'll come back and do it. Again. <laughs> I mean, at this point, this point in her life, how can she not? Um, love draws on Mjolnir and puts him in a bed, just like Thor put him in a bed in the roommates mm-hmm. <laughs> thing. Yeah. And Thor has a daughter in the comics, but it's not love like it is in this. This is a whole new character. She's not based on anybody. Okay. <laughs> now, Hercules. Played by uh, Brett Goldstein, if you guys have been watching fucking... Yeah, Ted Lasso. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was super excited to see him. Uh, so, uh, I'm guessing what will happen is that Thor and him will fight, they'll come to an understanding, and they'll be sort of be like kind of friends. Yeah, because Hercules is an Avenger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And um, him and uh, Thor used to play fight all the time. Yeah. And beat each other up. So I'm guessing, and I'm sure they probably know each other. I mean, in the world of the gods. But, like, literally, I mean, I was really excited about that. I mean, the Valhalla thing at the end, cool. That was awesome. But, man, Hercules, 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 Hercules. Did did you ever watch Hercules with uh, back in the day? Kevin Sorbo? No. No, 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 no. Not that one. The like 1980s uh, Hercules, no, I didn't man. See that one. It's good like, one. Um, maybe it was Lou Ferrigno that did it. I am telling you, dude, it is like, like, it is clay animation fights. Um, no, not cartoon. Why does it always send me to cartoons? Yeah, 1980s. It is Lou Ferrigno. Okay. I heard he's yeah, 1983. A, I heard he's a, a giant dickhole. Is that true? Uh, yeah, in real life, yeah, totally. But the movies were good because he didn't really say much. Oh, just he was just being Hercules. Yeah, <sighs> he was being Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. All right, man. Well, I uh, I think we should probably wrap this up. What? Because I got to go to sleep in fifteen minutes. I got to take a piss too. Big one, big time. Well, dude, you need a you need to have a bucket. In your, in I'm your not doing a bucket while we do the podcast. Uh, you can find some. You, you, you need to pee in a bucket. You need to poop in a bucket. You won't poop in a bucket. I've been trying to get you to poop in a bucket. You just won't. You can find some online movies on suck.net or on Facebook at facebook.com slash movies on suck podcast or on Twitter at NDS podcast or on Instagram at NDS podcast. We also have Patreon, patreon.com slash movies on suck. Go to bonfire.com slash movies on suck and something to do. You'll find a shirt with our names on it. Uh, every week we also release an audio version of this, edited, cleaned up, and anything that's you like that. If you want to listen to the work or something, you can listen to it like that, whatever. And um, we're on all streaming platforms. Where do you find movies? We're on all streaming platforms. Make sure to watch us, listen to us. And if you got a small business, let us know. We'll be more than happy to promote your small business, your friend's small business, your mom's small business, your second cousin's on your left family side, your sister's cousin's brother's ex-roommate's dog's brother's level, ex-roommate's brother's sister. Mm -hmm. We will freaking promote the hell out of any of that for free. We do not get paid. Come on, call us. Let us know. We want to talk to our thousands of listeners, our hundreds of yeah, something like that. Hundreds. 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 All right. Hundreds of thousands of followers. Um, all right. Uh, I feel good. How are you feeling? I feel all right. Let's, let's uh, get out of here. Let's get out of here. Well, that's another episode of Movies Don't Suck and Some Do. My name is Neil. And I'm Chris. And remember, guys, no matter how many times you sling your hammer around, you're never going to get some love unless you bring the thunder. Have a good night. <laughs>